calling all kettlebell dringer, you honorable warriors and wielders of the steel. The time has come to raid. Join us and fight for honor, glory, and the spoils of battle. Sign up today for the Twin Cities Kettlebell Open on October 22nd, in person in Little Canada, Minnesota, or by video submission from anywhere in the world. Come, fight for your clan, or for glory all your own to be told in your saga. Claim your spoils, and may your name ring out forever in the Hall of Champions. Sign up today at TwinCitiesKettlebellClub.com. Welcome to the Platform Podcast, where we talk to coaches, athletes, experts, and real people to learn about their approaches to training, nutrition, mindset, and much more. I am your host, Jordan Kundi Wright, founder and head coach of the Twin Cities Kettlebell Club, and I am on a mission to help others build sustainable, healthy lifestyles. Before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you that registration is live for the second annual Twin Cities Kettlebell Open on October 22nd, hosted by our friends at the Athlete Lab in Little Canada, Minnesota. And just like last year, we are including an option for video submissions for people who are unable to make the trip in person. You will be eligible for all of the same prizes as our in-person competitors. Just go to our website, TwinCitiesKettlebellClub.com for details. Now, in this episode, I want to give you fair warning. I use quite a bit of explicit language because I am pretty triggered with this episode. Um, We're going to talk about people making comments, unsolicited comments about other people's bodies um, on social media and um, for video submissions for competitions. Um, Yeah, so this topic hits pretty close to home for me, and it's something that uh, really got me ranting um, quite a little bit here. So just giving you fair warning, if you've got kids uh, and you don't want them hearing grown-up words, I would recommend that you listen to this uh, without them around. So, But with that said, I am incredibly grateful that you listen to this podcast. And the best way that you could support me is to register for the Twin Cities Kettlebell Open um, and come compete with us. And maybe tell a friend or two, bring your teammates. Just go to the website, TwinCitiesKettlebellClub.com for details. And if you haven't already, um, please be sure to leave us a rating and review of the platform podcast in your app of choice, whatever platform you get this on. See what I did there. Um, And also you can support our work by supporting our sponsors whose affiliate links you'll find in the episode notes. And if you want help reaching your goals without wasting time, please fill out the coaching interest form linked in the show notes. I help athletes of all levels using my integrated coaching approach. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Twin Cities Kettlebell Club or email me at TwinCitiesKettlebellClub at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, let's step onto the platform and talk about body shaming and commenting on other people's bodies. All right, welcome into this week's episode of the Platform Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Kundi Wright. Thank you for joining me once again. Um, as I alluded to in the intro, uh, we are going to talk about something that came up 
fairly recently, um, a couple of weeks ago. So I'll give you the, I'll give you the backstory. A couple of weeks ago, um, I was cruising in one of the Facebook groups where people do, uh, online kettlebell, uh, submissions and a friend of mine who I will not call out because I don't want to put anyone on blast who, uh, had a traumatic experience or a shitty experience, a friend of mine who posted her video to compete in this online competition. Um, she submitted, she submitted her video and, um, somebody decided that this was a good venue to, um, tell her that if she wanted to be better at the sport that she needed to lose weight. Um, and that's really shitty. That is, that is a really shitty thing to do. Um, and I will say to, uh, Carissa's credit, Carissa Sivarat, who's uh, been on the, on the podcast and, um, is a guest, uh, that we've enjoyed interviewing. Um, she was, she was the one uh, hosting this competition. She, she made a public post, um, separate from this as well as, you know, um, multiple people, um, I believe commenting to this, uh, person who made the comment that that is completely out of line. Um, she, she made a public post, um, essentially reiterating, um, some of, some of the things that I'm going to, to say here, um, which is important because we want everyone to feel comfortable sharing their videos. And when you make comments that are unsolicited, especially, um, about someone else's body you're probably not making them feel super welcome you're probably not making them feel super comfortable um so you know if you see a video or a picture that someone posts online and you feel compelled to comment to them fucking don't keep your mouth shut it is not your business. That's not your body. And they didn't ask for your fucking input about it. So keep your mouth shut. Whew. I feel a little bit better. Um, yeah, simple rule of thumb. If, if you feel compelled to comment on someone else's body, don't. Because... There's, there's so many reasons why you shouldn't comment on someone else's body. Um, but I'll just give you, I'll just give you a few. <laughs> um, as I said, it's not your body. That's the, that's the number one. Uh, so it's, it's not your business, but you know, just from uh, a human being standpoint, it's also a shitty thing to do. It's a terrible thing to do. You don't know that person's backstory. You don't know where they're at in their journey. Right? You don't know what's going on in their life. What if, I don't know, say hypothetically, that person has already lost 60 pounds or has lost even six pounds. Maybe they're in the process of, of, of losing weight and you don't even know that, but you think you're going to help them by telling them that they need, that they need to lose more weight or that they need to lose weight, that they need to lose weight to be better at this sport. 
that is so incredibly assumptive. I can't even, I can't, I just, I just can't with this shit. I, I'm, I'm so fucking done with it. I'm so fucking done with this shit. I'm over it. Stop fucking stop talking about other people's bodies. We have such a problem in this country with people thinking that it's okay to just be an asshole. Like, well, it's not my fault. You're triggered. Yes, it fucking is because you're being a dick. Sometimes people are triggered because other people are being an asshole. It's not because they're being overly sensitive. It's not your fucking place to tell somebody else what they need to do with their body. Especially when you do it on a public forum like that, that just makes you even more of an asshole. Even if you sent them the message privately, it would still be a dickhead thing to do, but it's even more of a dickhead thing to do when you do it in a public forum, right? What if that person doesn't want to lose weight, right? For whatever reason, that's not your business. That's their business. They're the one that has to live in that body. But maybe they're trying to lose weight and can't. Maybe they're working with a dietitian or, uh, I don't know, uh, an endocrinologist because they have hormone disruptions in their body that makes it really hard for them to lose weight. Maybe there's somebody who, because of assholes like you, have tried over and over and over in their fucking life to lose weight, have done things that are really bad for their overall health, like going severe caloric restriction for extended periods of time. And maybe they, maybe they have some, some hormonal dysregulation as a result of that. And now they're trying to do it differently. And they're working, they're working with a, a specialist, someone who actually knows what they're talking about um, to, to maybe get their hormones back in check. And sometimes to do that, you need to eat um, at least at maintenance. Sometimes you got to eat in a def or in, in a surplus, which might even mean gaining weight. Holy shit. Oh God, no, don't gain weight. Cause then some asshole might comment on, on Facebook or Instagram that you need to lose weight without any context, of course, because you know, they don't know you. So yeah, there are so many reasons why somebody might want to gain weight or not be, not be trying to lose weight or might just be fine with how their body is. Right. And that's okay too. We need to get we need to get past this notion uh, that that people need to be a particular weight or need to be a particular body composition in order to make uh, us happy or no, they need to focus on themselves. Right now, I, I do a health and wellness podcast. I talk about losing weight, losing body fat. Right. But that 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 assumes that that's what people want, right? That's, that's if that's what you want and it's okay not to want that, right? Like you don't have to walk around looking a particular way. The important thing, this is about health and wellness. Yes, of course, there are optimal body compositions and ranges for people to be at in order to be healthy, right? But you don't know what that is for someone. I, like the answer to almost every question I get is it depends. There is so much nuance and context required to make any good recommendation. What's the best exercise routine? Well, it depends. How many calories should I eat? Well, that depends. How much protein should I eat? Yeah, well, it depends. 
Like the answer is almost always, it depends. Are there frameworks? Are there ranges? Yeah, but those also have assumptions underneath of them. A lot of times it's assuming good health or assuming uh, normal hormone function or et cetera, et cetera. Another one that's really not considered um, is assuming good mental health, assuming you have a healthy relationship with food, assuming you have a decent relationship with your body, right? Like there are so many things that go into this, that making those types of statements to someone without any context is so inappropriate. It's so wrong. So that's just the human piece of it. Now let's talk about the sport performance piece of it. Um, and I would venture a guess that this person, um, actually, I, I can say this unequivocally because I know I know both the person who said it and the person uh, the person who it was said to. Um, he's not her coach. So, yeah. Maybe don't, don't tell somebody who didn't ask for your advice, what they should do to get better at the sport, right? Consent matters, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I'm pretty big on that. I think that's really important. Even on, on Instagram or Facebook, when I'm interacting with people, now I will give people feedback on technique and things like that unsolicited. But before I do so, I ask them, is it okay if I give you a piece of feedback? Do you mind if I give you, if I give you some feedback? And I do it privately, usually. Unless somebody has given me permission to, to do so publicly, I usually do it privately. Sometimes I will publicly ask for permission, and then if they say yes, I will publicly give them feedback. But that's uh, fewer and farther between now. I do most of these things privately, um, and there are plenty of people that can, can validate this for you. But um, I, don't, I don't give people commentary on their technique without without getting their consent first. And I'm an expert in this. I'm a coach. Like I've been coaching people in kettlebell sport for a long time. I have, I love this. I love this sport. Right. But I don't know if some person that posted a, a if they, uh, if some person that posted a video, I don't know if they already have a coach and I don't want to step on that coach's toes because that's a dickhead move. Right. I don't, I don't want to give people, I don't want to give people feedback that might be different than what their coach is telling them. Right. So I ask them, Hey, can I give you a piece of feedback? And if they say yes, then I will do so. If they say no, I say, okay, cool. No problem. Right. And they don't even have to be working with a coach. If they just say no, that's fine. Right. And I don't do it as any, as any way to like, I'm not trying to make them a client by giving Like, it's just, I give, I like giving people advice when, when it's pertinent. Right. But I don't do it on, I don't do it without their consent. Right. That's, that's not okay. You know, so you probably don't know what that person's ideal performance weight is. Right. And I guarantee you that most people that are not in this sport don't know what the ideal performance weight is for this sport. And guess what? That's different from person to person too. I can, I can tell you from personal experience, 
that there are times when I've been lighter where my performance on the platform was not as good as when I was heavier. You know why? Mass moves mass. So sometimes being heavier allows you to push more weight. Now, there is a point of diminishing returns as well, because if you get too heavy and your body requires too much oxygen, well, then you're not going to be able to maintain your effort as long. And since this is a endurance sport, a strength endurance sport, um, there is an inflection point a lot of times of diminishing returns. But unless you've been working with a client for a long time, you've been working with an athlete for a long time, you might not know what that is. They might not know what that is. It takes experimentation. It takes test and iteration. Um, it also takes hard work to manipulate your body weight up and down. And um, there's also the whole component of body composition as opposed to just body weight too. Like um, muscle creates more oxygen debt typically because muscles uh, need oxygen to, to feed, um, you know, in order to perform. And so that's, that's why even the heavyweights in this sport tend to be lean as opposed to, um, you know, say a strongman or a power lifter. Um, or a weightlifter, an Olympic weightlifter, all of those people might have different body compositions, right? And unless you understand what their goals are and what their optimal performance weight is, you have no business giving someone any commentary on that, right? And even if you know, or you think you know what it is, unless you're their coach, also, you probably shouldn't make that comment. Like, that's just, uh, it's just not a good thing to do. Right? Aesthetics and performance are not analogous. You may think you know what somebody should look like in order to be good at a particular sport, but in all likelihood, you're wrong. Because you don't know that person well enough. Even if you know the sport really, really well. Even if you know the sport really, really well. You might not know the person well enough. Let's take Tyson Fury, for example. Tyson Fury, if you're not familiar, Tyson Fury is a multiple-time um, heavyweight champion of the world in boxing right now. And he has been criticized multiple times publicly for looking soft. He doesn't look like he's in top condition. And so people assume that because he's not walking around shredded and that's how they think a champion boxer should look, that he must not be in optimal performance shape. The guy's a fucking world champion. And you're going to say, oh, he might, he might be the world champion, but he could be better if he, if he was leaner or whatever like performance and aesthetics are not analogous i'll give you another example um back in back in the shit I, i'm gonna google it because i don't remember what the year was but you guys remember rulon gardner you know rulon gardner 
was an Olympic wrestler who won a gold medal and he won the gold medal in 2000. That's what it was. He won the gold medal in 2000 and he defeated the three time reigning gold medalist, Alexander uh, Carolyn. Now, when you look at these two guys in uh, a side-by-side picture, like Carolyn has abs on abs on abs on abs. He's absolutely shredded. He looks exactly like you would expect, you know, and I say air quotes around expect, like you would expect a top performing wrestler to look. Rulon Gardner, he ended up on the biggest loser. At one point he was like 500 pounds, like, but he wasn't, he wasn't that when, uh, when he wrestled for gold and you know what he did? He suffocated him. He drug him out into the deep water and drown him. He absolutely could not be, he could not get away from him. And so Rulon Gardner just buried him. And he, it, it honestly, like, it honestly looked like he was in, he was the fresh, the fresher wrestler at the end of the match. So he was in better condition for his performance than what Carolyn was. Maybe if Carolyn had been a little bit heavier, he wouldn't have been tossed around so much by Rulon Gardner. So maybe if he wasn't walking around with a six pack, um, he would have, he would have been in better shape to compete against someone like Rulon Gardner. Right? So my point again is aesthetics do not equal performance, right? There are times when you need to be leaner or want to be leaner. And there are sports that require you to be leaner in order to be a top performer, but there are also sports that do not. And there are times in your life where you may not want to be leaner, right? So you don't know what somebody else's journey is. You don't know what their optimal performance is, what their optimal performance weight is, what their optimal performance body composition is, right? You don't know that as an external observer, right? So that's just another objective reason as to why you shouldn't make comments about somebody else's photo or video uh, when you don't know them, right? It's, It's not your business. Don't be a dick and you don't know what their optimal performance weight is or what their optimal performance body composition is, right? And you're not their coach. That's four reasons right there. (laughs) Even as somebody's, a lot of people's coaches, I'm very sensitive about having conversations about people's body composition, right? Because the other component that you need to think about is you don't know somebody's psychology. You don't know where they're at in their life right now. You don't know what they're going through, right? Maybe they maybe they've put on a few pounds because they're going through a divorce, or maybe they've lost a bunch of weight because they're going through a divorce, or maybe they just got fired from their job, or maybe they have a loved one who's sick. You know, there's, there's so, there's so many things that, that you couldn't possibly know that are going on. Maybe, maybe like me, they have a history of eating disorder and over indexing on focusing on aesthetics sends them down a dark fucking path where they can self harm because they've 
taken feedback and messages from assholes telling them they needed to look a certain way in order to be valuable. And they've internalized those messages. And then that gets compounded with a perfectionistic personality. You know, you get external sources telling you that you need that you need to look a certain way. And then you have internal sources that, that tell you that you need to be perfect. And the only way that you can control that is by doing extreme behavior, right? This is the psychology of someone with disordered eating and you don't fucking know that. And that shit is dangerous. People die. People die from eating disorders. People die from depression. You don't know what's going on inside someone's head. And when you just make comments carelessly, you can do serious, meaningful, lasting harm. Don't fucking do it. (sighs) All right. I'm going to pivot away from anger. Give me a second. Now, to those of you like myself or my friends uh, or even just strangers, if you have had someone comment unsolicited on your body composition, your photos, uh, anything that you put out there, uh, you please don't internalize that water off a duck's back in one year out the other, whatever, you know, all of those things. I know that that, I know that that shit can be hurtful. I know that it can have a negative effect. Don't let it stop you from doing what you want to do. Don't, don't validate it uh, by internalizing it. And honestly, uh, for a lot of them, it's not even worth replying to because we all know there are people who, uh, who just live to be trolls. And they, they enjoy getting people's ire up, right? So don't feed the trolls if you realize that somebody's being a troll. And, and maybe, the, maybe the comment didn't come from a trolling place. And say you know the person and, uh, and, and then it was, you know, you know it was well-intended, you know, then I would say, send them a DM and say, Hey, that comment made me feel this way. Was that what you intended? Maybe it wasn't what they intended, but illuminating to them how their comments made you feel um, can sometimes help with people who were well-intended or well-intentioned letting people know how their actions and comments affect you uh, can help. And at the very least, hopefully it will help shape their behavior towards you. Maybe it will help change their behavior towards other people as well. Um, If, you know, and if they say, sorry, I won't do that again. Great. Then that's a win. Um, But maybe they don't apologize. Maybe they say, well, I'm just telling you what you need to hear. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, well, then they have identified themselves as someone that you don't want to associate with, right? Because 
Um, no one gets bludgeoned into a healthier lifestyle or into a different, uh, you know, it, nobody gets bludgeoned into changing very often, at least not in a lasting way. So um, you can make whatever changes you want or choose not to change. It's ultimately up to you. you it's up to you to decide whether you want to change, but don't let that person's comments um, be the driving force. Um, you can use those comments as fuel if you want to. Um, I've done that sometimes. Um, as you can probably tell from the first part of this podcast, I can, I, can, uh, I can index on anger pretty well, and I can convert that shit to fuel. <laughs> um, so um, that, can be a useful, that can be a useful approach sometimes, um, using those negative comments as fuel to make the changes that you want to make. Right, but not to not to change um, yourself because of their comments, but you can use that negativity as fuel for your fire, right? But just stay the course, be who you want to be. Don't go changing because some asshole on some random, you know, some rando made a comment, right? And don't let it don't let it even don't let it ruin your day. Don't let it stop you from posting again. Don't let it stop you from submitting your videos or any of those things. Right. Um, no one should have that much power, especially not some random person on the internet. You choose your own path. <sighs> well, I don't even know how long I've been talking, but that's all I have to say on this topic right now. <laughs> I hope you've found it uh, at the very least entertaining, <laughs> but um, hopefully useful uh and yeah it, feel free to send you know send a link of this uh <laughs> podcast to to anybody that you find commenting on other people's on other people's uh pictures or video submissions inappropriately feel free to send them this <laughs> they can uh they can hear my don't fucking do it um <laughs> uh, from earlier in the episode so thank you for listening and I will see you next time on hopefully a less uh, angry edition of the Platform Podcast. Be well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Platform Podcast. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Please be sure to leave a rating and review of the Platform Podcast in your app of choice. Support our work by supporting our affiliates. And of course, if you have questions or you want help reaching your goals, reach out to me. Till next time, thanks for listening.